Hello, Joe. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the story you're about to see is true. The names have been changed to protect the innocent. <laughs> Wait, that's it? My name's Joe Batanz. This is my partner, Mike Lawson. I live in Los Angeles. He lives in the San Francisco Bay Area. We've been friends for over a decade, and each week we just call each other and catch up. This is our story. Dun dun. That was Law and Order, but I liked it. Um, hi, Joe. <laughs> Hello, Mike. Um, do I have to do an intro then? You kind of did one. I did the intro. Here's the deal. I was a full-on detective this weekend. What happened? Okay, so I went to go see this movie this weekend, right? On mm-hmm. Friday. And on the way home, I was driving on the freeway. And there was this guy, white Toyota Camry, who was in front of me. He was swerving all over this freeway. I've seen drunk drivers before in my life, right? Mm -hmm. This guy, it was like as if he and the passenger, the driver and the passenger, were wrestling for control of the wheel. That's how bad he was. Sure. Right? So I call 911, and I go, uh, hey, listen, I'm on the 10 freeway. I'm about to get on the 60. Okay, this Mm -hmm. guy's going the same way. You need a, this guy's a drunk. He's going to kill people. You need to get a cop out here. Yeah. So the woman's like, okay, well, we'll tell the cops in the area. Meanwhile, we're driving for miles, right? Miles. Nothing. Nothing. Eventually, the drunk driver crashes into the center divider. <gasps> what? Yes. But then. Shut up. I'm sorry. Gets right back on the freeway. Like, just goes, you know, just like gets right back on the freeway. So I call 911 again. And I go, listen, I called earlier. You, I'm telling you. you. Did need you tell to them get- he crashed into the center divider? Yes. Okay. And I go, look, he crashed into the center divider. You need to get someone out here. He's going to kill somebody. And they're like, don't follow him. I go, I'm not following him. I'm just going home. Yeah. All right, we're going to tell the cops. Okay. Now he's going crazy. He's almost crashing. Again. Then he crashes into the center divider again. His car what? almost flips over. Okay. Okay. And he goes right back on the freeway. Okay. So right? he's not hitting it that hard, right? No, he's hitting it pretty hard. Like, there's smoke and stuff. Yeah, no, it's it's like he's doing, like, a demolition derby. Okay. So then he gets back on the freeway, and I'm staying behind because, believe it or not, in this case, it would have been dangerous to pass him. Because he's, like, it's like if you're in the first lane, like, the far right lane, he's in the left, he'll just swerve and crash into you. Okay. Like, it's not like he's just swerving a little bit in his lane. He's all yeah. over the place. Sure. So then I'm like, okay. So then I call again, and I go, listen. I, go, I call again, I'm a listen, bitch. This guy is going to kill somebody. You need to get somebody out here right now. As I'm on the phone with her, I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. He crashes into the right wall, the (gasps) right wall, the freeway. And then, like, the car spins out of control and he crashes into Caltrans uh, sign. You know, one of those signs. Uh Because they've closed three lanes ahead. And he, he gets back on the road. He keeps driving. I don't believe this, Joey. Yes, yes. So then... He goes, I go, he's getting off at Azusa. I'm getting off at Azusa. And she goes, don't follow him. I go, I'm not following him. Okay. So then she goes, there's a CHP officer on Azusa. Turn on your hazard lights and they'll find you. 
I'm like, okay, so I get up, turn on my hazard lights. When we get on Azusa, CHP pulls up right next to me. And I like motion, like, it's this guy. And then I roll down the window and he goes, are you good? Are you the guy that called? He's kind of hot too, by the way. Mm-hmm. I go, yeah. He goes, all right, we got him. So we make a left and then they pull him over, right? They pull him over into a parking lot. And then I, and then the operators on with me on the the 911 operators with me the whole time. She's like, okay, keep going. Don't stay there. Just keep going. Okay. So I drive home at midnight. I get a call from the CHP officer. And he's like, uh, is this Joseph Batance? Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah. No, that's my father. <laughs> he goes, uh, can you tell me everything that happened today? And I tell him everything, the story I just told you. And he goes, okay, uh, we're going to take all your information down. Uh, if this goes to court, we're going to um, subpoena you as a witness. And he said the car was really banged up. Duh. And the guy was really drunk. Duh. Duh. And I right. was like, and is it really sad? God, this is so sad. Well, I have two stories. One, at one point, right when we got off the freeway, a CHP, a sheriff drove right by. And I told the operator, a sheriff just drove by. And she goes, we're the CHP, sir. I'm like, really, bitch? Like, you're giving me attitude? The sheriff, so then they pull the guy over. I'm behind the sheriff for a mile. Um, Why does he pull into a sobriety checkpoint? And I was like, you're the worst fucking cop ever. You're next to the drunkest guy I've ever seen. You go to sobriety checkpoint. But is it sad? Is it sad the whole time? I was thinking, thank God I have a story for the podcast now. (laughs) That's pretty sad. Yeah. I had like the most exciting week. I did pretty much every night I did something. Uh, But I have like very few stories. Nothing so exciting, really. I did go um, on a Thursday night. They have this Goonie or um, like movie in the park sort of thing. Oh, yeah. I thought you mentioned that on Instagram. Yeah. So I went and saw Goonies. uh, But I ended up, it was so cold and uncomfortable that I ended up leaving like right in the very beginning. We sat sat and drank beer and ate popcorn. And then when the movie started, I was like, ugh, this is uncomfortable. And it was cold. People were talking. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then um, I just, I mean, I have Goonies at home. So we came home and watched Goonies. (laughs) Who's we? Me and Rock Kyle. Ooh, interesting. Yeah. And I also went to a game night at Rock Kyle's house. Have you ever played Killer Bunnies? (laughs) No. But do you tell Rock Kyle, um, excuse me, Rock Kyle, I was on a very popular podcast (laughs) called The Game Night Guys. I think I can take it from here. No. Um, in fact, it, Game Night Guys has barely come up. Um, but when it does, it, it's like, if you don't know, I used to be on a podcast called Game Night Guys where we would play a board game, talk about our lives while we played the board game. <laughs> it's still a really good um, podcast. You can find it at GameNightGuys.com. Uh, GameNightGuys.com. And um, so I, I have some board game experience, but we're going and we're playing this game. Um, and one of his college friends comes over. Oh no. Joey, this college friend was, well, first of all, like a total bitch. It's a guy. It's a guy. Total bitch. And the game, you have to like attack one another and make alliances and stuff. And he attacked me. And so I attacked him back. And then he like gave me the foulest look. He never, he has never met me before. Gives me the foulest look and then starts like saying things under his breath about me. Like. Not joking, like it wasn't jokey in tone. It was like 
he was serious. Or I would say something and he would roll his eyes and look the other way. Um, can I please tell you that um, people who are really competitive about board games bug me. Okay. I, I used to have regular game nights with a group of friends, and just one of the girls would get so fucking competitive, man, where, like, the night would always be ruined, or, like, she would, like, get mad because some weird, vi- like, taboo. Like, I think the game taboo. <laughs> Which is, like, just the silliest party game ever. It's not even, like, a serious, like, deck-building game oh, where you have to oh, have no. all these rules. Mike, we would get in, like, she and her husband, I think, almost got divorced at least three times over taboo. Yeah, I don't. I don't really get that either. Game nights are just supposed to be fun, in my opinion. Yeah, if I lose a board game, who gives a shit? Right. One time, um, over at Chris and Mercedes' house, um, you know, they were doing this game night thing, and they invited me over. And at, at the, in this game night thing, each person got to pick a game. Well, the night I went over, it was Chris's turn to pick a game. Mm-hmm. And you guys, you have to kind of know Chris, but he's very like, oh, I'm cerebral, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. So this game is called Diplomacy. Have you ever heard of this game? Uh-uh. Okay. And he goes, uh, it, you know, it, it's played by, you know, world leaders. The Kennedys used to play it, you know, at the compound. And Henry Kissinger, it's his favorite game. Mike, it is the most complicated game. It took him, like, two hours to explain it to us. Ugh. And there are no chess pieces. There are no pieces of it or anything. It's just literally, like, it's like, imagine the game Risk without pieces. And you have to, like, then go confer for 45 minutes and make alliances and whatnot, like the game you're talking about. And then people betray each other and backstab each other. No, we last We lasted half an hour. It, it, it's, it's still a sensitive topic to this day. <laughs> we can't bring it up. He was so mad that we did not like his game. Yeah, no thank you. What else did you do this week besides capture a drunk driver single-handedly? I ha- I've been doing some tutoring because we're getting close to the ACT and the SAT, so I've been picking up some tutoring gigs. Mm-hmm. It's hard to turn them down because they're such easy money. And a friend of ours asked me if I would do the math and science for this girl that he's tutoring. He doesn't do math and science. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. I've tutored her before, okay? And I was very hesitant. In fact, my stomach was hurting the night before thinking about having to tutor this girl. Really? Let me tell you. Yes. The girl's super nice and her family's super nice. But she lives in this really bizarre apartment complex in Fountain Valley. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like inside of a public storage facility. It's so weird. Okay. What does the family like manage the public storage facility? No, 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 no. It's an apartment complex. Actually, a really, a really nice one, right? Okay. But it's hidden in like this like corporate public storage area. It's so weird. Okay. So you go in there, and every time I've. I've only tutored this girl before this day, earlier in the year, like four or five times. Every single fucking time I went over there, I would walk in and right by the front door, the dad would be sitting there eating like a giant bloody steak and the house would smell like someone cooked steak. Okay. (laughs) Which is like a bizarre smell to walk into. Yeah. So when I walked in on uh, Friday, I tutored her. Um. The dad wasn't there. I guess he was at work. Yeah. He died of a heart attack because he eats so much steak. Seriously. So I'm like, oh, thank God. It's like steak. Oh, my God. So we sit there and having a pleasant tutoring session because the girl's nice. The mom's nice. Well, about an hour in, the dad gets there. He comes in, kisses his daughter on the head. I'm all, 
Oh no, here comes that fucking steak. And he's, he has like a Bluetooth in his ear, just so you know, FYI. And he sits down and they're sitting, their, their house is like a townhouse. So I'm in like the kitchen, but they have a connected living room. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Mm-hmm. He sits in the living room with the mom. He starts talking to her and I can hear the conversation. And he's like, oh, so and so is really sick. I don't know if it's a relative. I think it's a relative. And I, and I get, I gather like his father or uncle. Yeah, I guess they found out he had a blocked carotid artery, so they're going to have to go in there and clear it. So let me make this phone call, right? Yeah. He calls somebody. I'm sitting here tutoring the girl. Okay. And he's like, hey, um, how, how is he holding up to whoever he's talking to? He, and he goes, I'm actually more worried about you. And they keep talking. Then the conversation devolves where he's like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Oh my god. He's gonna die. I don't know what he's gonna do, but he's gonna die. And I'm like, okay, A squared plus B squared equals <laughs> C squared. Yeah. Right? And he's like, I hope he doesn't die. I hope he doesn't die. How is this girl concentrating? I don't know. It's very, I've had this happen before. It's just both people pretend that nothing's going on. But I, the whole time I was like, they have an upstairs. Why are you having this private conversation? Or go right? outside, anywhere. Go outside, go upstairs, go somewhere else, just to have some privacy, right? Yeah, yeah. Then he hangs up the phone, and he's like, you know, like sniffling. And then he and his wife have a conversation about uh, Jimmy Fallon taking over for Jay Leno for the Tonight Show. <laughs> No. Do and you then think, he made himself a steak? Do you think he was playing the emotion? Like exaggerating know. for the I don't know. Phone? Maybe. I don't know anything. That's so weird. I know. Um. Oh, my gosh. So what ethnicity are they? White. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Um. I was kind of thinking like Armenian or something. I no. could see a guy, an Armenian guy in like a wife beater eating a juicy steak just staring at whoever walks in his house. No, no, no. They're just dumb white trash. Um, Joey, I found a dog the other day. This was um, Rod Cal- I have the best racist joke, and I'm not going to say it, but go ahead. Rod Kyle came over, and there was a dog running <laughs> oh, around God, in the street. I want to say this joke so badly. <laughs> uh-huh. And we... Um, he grabbed the dog and he carried oh, no. them uh-huh. <laughs> behind the <laughs> fence of my um, <laughs> behind the fence of my house. So Rod, <laughs> Rod Kyle was coming over, <laughs> coming over for dinner. Uh huh. Yeah, that seems perfectly normal. Go ahead. And so we had to sit and wait. Um. <laughs> Uh-huh. The dog had a collar uh-huh. and it had two phone numbers on it. So I called the first number and I was like, Hey, I found Daisy. She was running around the street and the lady was a bitch to me. She oh, was like, no. I am nowhere near home right now. Um, can you call the second number on the, the collar? And I was like, mm, how about I'll give you my, my address and you can do that. <gasps> so, Joey, why am I going to go out of my way? Her dog's already in the street and I saved it from that. Why am, Why do I have That's to true. also like, true. do true. all this? Mm-hmm. And so she took down my address and hung up on me, like didn't say goodbye no. or anything. So I'm sitting there and it was about like five minutes. So I text the number and I said, hey, is the other person coming? What's the deal? And she responded, it's going to be at least 20 minutes. 
Mm-hmm. That's all she said. So I responded, the pound could get here quicker than that. <laughs> <gasps> you are like a little bitch sometimes when you are, are doing off. someone a favor and they're just rubbing, they're just, they're just being inconsiderate. But wait, wait, okay. I'm, a, I'm actually kind of agreeing with you here on this one. So before you think I'm attacked, I'm not on this girl's side. But how much time had it been? I mean, I imagine San Francisco is a big city. Well, it had been about 10 minutes. And she, but she didn't say like he's rushing there. And she just said it's going to be at least 20 minutes. I see what you're saying. Yeah, it was just not, be, the tone yeah. was not good. So I mm-hmm. threw bat, nasty tone back at her. Mm-hmm. It's her dog. Like she made the original mistake yeah. of not having her dog in a secure place. So anyway, the guy came. He was like really nice and he was actually really hot too. And he I took the imagine. dog and that was that. But um, that happened. And then that's pretty much my week. What Did anything else happen to you this week? No, the only thing I want to add is uh, the other day I was talking to my mom and uh, she goes, your father and I have a question for you. And I go, okay, you, shoot. Was, was your dad and your mom in the room? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were together. Okay. And she goes, uh, we have a question for you. Um, we want to know if we can listen to your podcast. <sighs> What'd you say? I go, uh, you can do whatever you want. I go, it's available on iTunes. I go. Can you please leave a review? No. <laughs> no, I said, look, you can do whatever you want, but I don't want to hear anything. Okay. I say terrible things on there. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hear one word from you. Yeah. And they're like, okay, we won't listen because they know everyone in the family listens. So now they want to know what I'm saying. Right. This kind of reminds me, um, I actually have a couple stories, but my coworker who is friends with the man that was in the Breaking Bad play that I talked oh, about last week. yeah. So this happened, Joey. Someone on Facebook, I can't remember exactly who. It's somebody listening right now, I'm sure, and I'm going to kick myself when I real- remember who it was. Somebody uh, posted a link on my Facebook page that was about a Jerry Seinfeld and Breaking Bad connection in some sort of way. Mm-hmm. And so that got posted, and when it was post, Oh, here it was. It was Michael Sage. Michael Sage posted um and that was on my facebook and then i was talking to my coworker about something from facebook and so she clicked onto my facebook and saw this link and she was like why would somebody post something about breaking bad seinfeld and she was like oh did you talk about the play on your podcast and i was like yeah but don't oh. listen don't listen because when she asked me my opinion i was kind of like well um you know, the lights were really nice. Like, I gave all compliments and didn't tell about, I didn't tell my real opinion that it was a really shitty experience. Mm-hmm. And so she listened to the podcast and heard everything. And <gasps> she she actually, she agreed with all of my critiques. Oh, so. okay. And I, like my critique, I, I, our, the mutual friend, he's like a good actor and I have nothing bad to say about that. You didn't say any of the actors were bad. You just no, not a at all. idea just a terrible idea and like staged bad directed poorly um so i think all of that is separate from the friend but uh so that happened and then joey also um if you don't know i play clarinet well you know but i mean if someone listening i play clarinet and i want to buy a clarinet um for a few reasons but um i've been searching ebay amazon and craigslist and I sent an email to a guy named Steven in Berkeley. Hello, Steven. He's listening, by the way. Say hi, Joe. Hello, Steven. <laughs> so I emailed this guy, Steven, who posted on Craigslist about a drum set, two harmonicas, and a clarinet that he has for sale. And they all had prices. What? 
I know. <laughs> they all had prices, but the did Claren- he just quit a Dixieland band or something? <laughs> they all had prices, but the clarinet did not have a price. So I emailed and I was like, "Hey, I saw your ad. How much is the?" Um, clarinet going for and so he replied and told me the price and it was a little too much for what it was like I'm not ready to pay that much for a clarinet of this type mm-hmm. um, but he recognized my name and he asked me if I was Mike from Catching Up Joey is that the strangest connection ever? That is a strange connection did you guys talk about the show? Not a lot I kind of was talk. I just talked about the clarinet and I told him that it was out of my price range but he listens, so he's probably listening now. And he lives here in Berkeley. Oh, wow. That's really cool. Well, maybe yeah. um, you guys can work something out eventually. Yeah, maybe I'll give him a free episode of Catching Up if he gives me a discount on the clarinet. Wait, aren't all the episodes free already? <laughs> yes. Available on iTunes and Stitcher Smart Radio. Well, you know what we could do is we could record a special episode for him. Yeah. How much is that worth? <laughs> At least 25 cents. <laughs> All right. Um, so you might remember last week I told you that I was going to go to a potluck this weekend. Okay. So what I didn't tell you is that the potluck was actually for uh, an old character of Catching Up. Um, it was. What? Do you remember my um, friends with benefits? Yes. So my friends with benefits, my old friend, my previous friend with benefits. Um, he was out of the country for a while. He just came back and he had his birthday is next week. So he was having this big potluck Mm -hmm. and I was going to go, I was going to meet the boyfriend for the first time. Oh my gosh. I know. But then. Would it have been weird if you met the boyfriend? He looked exactly like you. Ew. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You're like, oh, weird. (laughs) So I ended up not going though. I just kind of, I don't know if chickened out's the right word. Um, the invite. It was basically him, his boyfriend, and eight of his closest friends. That's how he described it to me. Ew, it's really intimate. And then I'm thinking, like, am I one of his top eight? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I just felt like it was kind of an, I don't really understand why I was invited. And I don't really know why I would go. I was kind of curious to see what the boyfriend looked like. But, like, it just felt like a weird situation all around. So I ended up going to the local gay bar with my whole house because it was one of my roommate's birthdays anyway. So, Joe, it sounded really awkward. So I just went to a gay bar and watched a man fist another man. Well, I wasn't getting fisted. <laughs> um, wow, that's crazy. Was the was the friend with benefits angry? No. So he sent a text last night and just said, like, hey, are you still planning on coming over? And that was <gasps> it. Because I kind of just didn't go. Ooh. I know. It was kind of weird. But mm. I don't know. I think but I did you sign up choice. for a specific dish? Like, well, I guess we're not going to have any ambrosia salad or something like that. <laughs> I was bringing plates. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> They're all sitting there holding like soup in their hands. <laughs> no, we didn't sign up for anything specific. It was just. What a- would you have made, though? Oh, I know you. What you I know what you were going to make. Your mom's like broccoli salad yeah we talked about this yeah, yeah we talked yeah. about it so that's that what's going on in la any good news stories you want to talk about um they're actually both really kind of sad um the first one was uh this transgendered reality star she was in a youtube reality show called hollywood uh houseboys yeah her name is dominique newburn she's 31 she was found dead in her apartment in fontana 
Right. Murdered, right? Murdered. Neighbors mm-hmm. heard yelling, and so they called 911, and the cop showed up, and she was found dead in a pool of blood. They did see an African-American male, late 20s, early 30s, or as Mike calls it, hot, um, <laughs> leaving the scene. But uh, that's all they have. Oh, they found her car. She had taken her car, and they found it 13 miles away. But uh, that's all they have right now. Oh, so you heard about this story? Yeah, of course. That's horrible. I I wonder how much... I, you know, the first thing as a gay man that came to my mind um, when I saw this and what I know about the African-American community and its relationship with homosexuality was I wonder if this was like a down-low situation and something went down. Well, I think it's kind of... You would just be making assumptions to say that. I don't... And I was also thinking, what if he was really mad at her because she owed him money and she didn't have the $11 that they had promised? This is just a theory based on the article. I told yeah. you all the facts, but I think they probably <laughs> went to like a local AMPM mm-hmm. and she bought uh, some Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, uh, some beef jerky, and some pumpkin seeds and didn't have enough money to cash to cover it. He covered it for her and then she said she'd give it to him when she got it back and then she did it and he killed her. Now, this is this is just – I'm just yeah. – proje- Based on the article. Right. Somebody's dead. Let's just make a few jokes. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Which, just so you know, that local um, – th- when I was reading the story, that local San Francisco TV station <laughs> called in and said they had a lead name of the guy. The guy's name was Mike Ockertz. <laughs> Be on the lookout for him. For Mike Ockertz. For Mike Ockertz. They said that they, they had a really good source that Mike Ockertz uh, is out there and he's uh, going to do harm to people. The whole trans – there's been a lot of transgender stuff in the news lately oh, for yeah, like a Bradley lot of different Manning. reasons. Yeah, and then the California law as well about uh, public bathrooms in public schools. Oh, Are you oh, familiar yeah, with this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I don't – have I I don't have strong feelings about all of this and it feels like very foreign to me. Um but it's interesting to see so many people talking about it and I kind of love it. Um well, the, you know what's, go ahead. Well the Bradley Manning thing is like so Orange is the New Black. It's really have you been watching Orange is the New Black on Netflix at all? You know how it is with this Netflix stuff? Is because they put the whole season up, then I just never watch it. I'm like, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> Homework. <laughs> I just got around to Veep, which is a really good show, by the way. Yeah. Um, Orange is the New Black is really good, too. So is House of Cards. Oh, my God. House of Cards. Uh, but... Oh, wait a minute. What? Do you think that's why Kevin Spacey was in New Orleans when you were there? No. Not to film it, but to work on it? No, it was another movie. Like, it, I knew the exact movie. Oh, I forget he, what it is was. Is he Mr. New Orleans now? Uh, maybe. I don't know. Okay. But that right. it was an... Uh, Kind of a throwaway movie that they were doing. Oh, okay. Um, and it came out shortly after that, all of that. Oh, okay. But um, in San Francisco, there's this uh, Yosemite fire. Have you heard about this? It's national news. You yeah, gotta... I know. It's, it's crazy. My mom texted me and was so concerned that my house, my block is going to be on fire. But <laughs> it's Yosemite. It's like nowhere really even near me. I mean, it's closer to me than it is to you. But I'm not like in the way of the fire at all. I think the but, concern, though, is that it's going to affect the water supply. I guess right. it's really affecting the water supply that San Francisco yeah. gets. I think I want to say like three-fourths of our water supply comes from this area. So there's that, I guess. And um, there's – I want to say like 25 structures, give or take, have been burned at 
this time and the fire is only 7% contained so it's a huge fire and it started a, over a week ago so it's a it's a big deal it's also a lot of our firemen are out there from the city so um it's a big deal but it's not like I'm hosing down my roof right now because I'm afraid that the fire is going to come hit yeah. us yeah no no it's a big deal and uh, our thoughts and prayers are with the firemen and listen I I think I can speak for Mike in this case. If you guys come back from fighting those fires and you're really horny, Mike and I will be happy to blow you guys. Ugh. Thank you. Ciao. So there's that. What else is happening in L.A.? <laughs> so this mother and son were just arrested for pimping out a 15-year-old girl. What? But they don't even know. Yeah. Um... The son, his name is Joshua Davis. He's 22 years old. And the mother is Sherilyn Anderson. She's 45. I guess uh, Josh met this girl on, over on the internet somewhere she, when she was 14. And somehow developed a relationship with her. And then, I don't, see, this is the part I'm confused on. At some point, she met the mom and the, the, the son, Josh. She met uh, Sherilyn and Josh. And they somehow forced her into prostitution. And when they arrested them, when the police arrested Sherilyn and Josh, they put uh, this girl, this unnamed girl, into like uh, protective care because she's now like fifteen or sixteen. But there was a second victim too that they were making. They were making to be prostitutes. How do you force someone into prostitution? I don't. I don't know. I mean, people do all the time, though. I know, but couldn't they just like? Wouldn't you leave you with your trick? Wouldn't you be like, listen, you gotta get me out of here. The people are making me do this. Yeah, I don't really know. And there's no details on that in the story? No. Huh. And what's going on in this Facebook? What do you... <laughs> I don't know if it's Facebook, but I imagine he met her somewhere and he was like, was he like, hey, come be a prostitute? Well, maybe he, uh, is he good looking? I don't know, but I wanted the same thing. Maybe he like wooed her and was like, she thought she was like going to be dating him and she's doing these things to please him. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. How'd they get caught? I don't know. The story doesn't say. Do you, do you know anything about this Well, story? I didn't write the story. Then why'd you pick it, though? I okay, know. look. I have a story. Okay. There was a really bad accident. Sure. I don't know where. No, I, I don't know why. People. I don't know why. I don't know where. I don't know if anyone was injured, either. <sighs> but how do you get in an accident? I mean... Don't you just drive straight? I thought stop this would when the spur lights are a red? conversation about <laughs> teen prostitution, which you and I have talked about on many occasions about how we really want to try and find a way to talk about teen prostitution. <laughs> have we? <laughs> yes. You know how we have our weekly meetings about the show? Yeah. The production meeting? <laughs> the production meeting where we talk about what we're going to uh, talk about on the show? Yeah. <laughs> and we're always like, we got to find a way to work this teen prostitution in. Yeah, it does really good in ratings, we found in our focus groups. Yeah. Um, no, because I was thinking, like, because I'm like, where do you, like, here's the thing. It reminds me of the black market. You know, we hear about the black market, they're selling these things in the black market. I'm like, where is this market? Where are you buying <laughs> these things? Because I want, if you can get a VCR for $10, I want to get it. <laughs> <laughs> to play all your VHS tapes? Yeah, you know, I'm going to watch um, Soap Dish with Sally Field and The Money Pit with Tom Hanks and Punchline uh, have, also with Sally Field. I have, I have an old copy. Tapes. I have an old copy of Song of the South. True Beverly I really... Hills. You know, I have that. <laughs> all these movies that I'm going to watch. Remember when you used to collect um, 
the what's the name of those stupid twins? Uh, Mary Kay and Ashley Olsen movie. Oh, you remember you used to collect those movies? Well, I didn't collect them. I bought them so I could watch them because I loved them. I know. That's okay. You know what? I have a question about one. This, this will get cut out of the show. Um, there's this internet one where the girls are walking in New York. Mm-hmm. And they're like snapping their fingers and, pl- and sunglasses. And there's this black guy playing like a saxophone. Sure. You, do you know what I'm talking about? Um, Probably. And they wa- But in the internet one... They walk up and throw fried chicken in his case. What? I have to send it to you. I it's think it weird. might be an edit. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's clearly an edit. But it it's, it looks so good and it's so funny because they're like these five-year-old girls and the black guy's playing the saxophone and they throw like <laughs> fried chicken in his case and he looks at it and he's like, what? <laughs> it's so weird. It's weird. Okay, so you said you bought it because you loved it. Well, there's something like really relaxing about American Ashley Olsen movie. It's the same as like Tom and Jerry. It's the same as Looney Tunes. Like you watch it, but you're not really paying attention because you can predict everything they're going to say and everything that's going to happen. You understand the plot like right away and it's just relaxing. So your brain is watching something, but it's in like sleep mode at the same time. It's very meditative. Yeah. So I also need that VCR to watch uh, my copy of Tank with James Garner and Judge Reinhold. I have a lot of movies I need to catch up on. Cool. Revenge of the Nerds 2. Yeah. Short Circuit. Oh, Short Circuit was awesome. Yeah. That's why I need to watch that. That's why I need that VCR. So, Joey, I've talked to you about this Bay Bridge. Wait, hold on. We keep doing this thing. Can you edit that part out? What what part out? We keep saying, like, let's talk about the... Have you heard about this Bay Bridge? Or... There's this movie, this this uh, what movie? This uh, Nerds Two. Like we keep talking like that, and it bothers me. Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> no. How do I go into it? <laughs> Joey, I want to tell you about this Bay Bridge. <laughs> okay. Oh, really? What, no, Mike? No. Okay, Joe, so the Bay Bridge here in San Francisco, which connects San Francisco to the East Bay through Treasure Island, mm-hmm. uh, they are... They What's fr- on Treasure Island? Houses, really. Oh, a school. Boring. Not not a lot. A park. Um, the They rebuilt the San Francisco to Treasure Island stretch of the Bay Bridge. Um, it's all retrofitted. It's all ready to be opened. Uh, but... To make the change from the old Bay Bridge from San Francisco San Francisco to Treasure Island, they need to close for almost a week the Bay Bridge, which um, the Bay Bridge sees like thousands and thousands of drivers per day. I imagine it's even busier than the Golden Gate Bridge. Oh, significant, significantly, significantly busier. Okay. So um, they are using the it's the pre-existing like connection from the bridge to the island so they need to close down the bridge while they knock shit down and reconnect quickly so it's Mm going to be closed for a whole week um and it's kind of a big deal up here um so from wednesday at 8 p.m until september 3rd there will be no uh traffic on there so the bart is going to be running 24 hours a day which is kind of cool because when you drive into san francisco you can't drive home drunk, or if you take the BART in, the BART ends at like 12 o'clock, 1230, mm-hmm. so you have to end early, but now it's open 24 hours, so it's like party time, because you can BART back, so that's going to yeah, be Yeah, so happening. now when you leave the Goonies earlier, 
You're not going to have any problems. No, the Goonies was on this side of the bay, but oh. um, when I leave the bear party, I can leave it late. Are you going to a bear party? No, but no. I went to one. I went to one previously. You probably forgot, though. No, I didn't. It was a great party. <laughs> so that's going to be happening next week. Um, do you have any other news stories you wanted to talk about? I do. I'm actually, I want to, you know, we have these depressing stories about transgender death and uh, people pimping out uh, 15-year-olds. and Which are both Bay your Bridge. stories. Do you the remember Bay, what I, my stories are? I was going to get to your stories. And the Bay Bridge closing down for a week and something else. <laughs> oh, the- <laughs> No, <laughs> no, the fire in yeah. Yosemite. Uh-huh. Okay, so anyway, uh, this this went viral today on Fa- it was everywhere on Facebook, and it happened last night at the Hollywood Bowl. But Kristen Chenoweth, oh yeah, and she's show- performing again tonight. Oh, same she sh- is same show, yeah. Um, so you know about this story? I no. told you to look. At- oh, I just know that she performed last night and tonight. Um, I've actually been like away from a computer for the last 24 hours. It's good, been kind I of awesome. Hear I love this story. I love okay. things like this. I think you will too. So she was performing last night. And I guess she does this bit in her show where she takes up a random person from the audience and has this person sing with her some song. I don't know the show Wicked, but some song from Wicked called For Good. Mm-hmm. Okay. And... I guess it's supposed to be. I, I I try to think of what the original bit's supposed to be. I guess it's supposed to be like funny that the person can't sing, or I don't know what the bit's supposed to be. But she brings up a, a a random person from the audience, and they sing with her. Well, they bring this random person up from the audience, and Kristen's talking to her. And her name is um, Sarah Horn, and Kristen starts talking to her. And says, "What do you do for a living?" And the woman says, "I'm a voice teacher from Riverside." And she's like, oh, wow, that's great. And then they play the song. I've cut out a little chunk for you, Mike. It's the one that says mini, the okay. little one. The mini. I'm going to play right now. Okay. Such a good song. original or my initial reaction is maybe this is a, a plant well no what happened was so the video went huge on youtube so the woman responded because the people were saying like this is a plant and she was saying no she was just in the audience and that uh that this just happened to her you know wow and um so i don't know what chris and chenoweth was expecting to happen with this bit right but um I Maybe she you... just brings somebody up and then the person doesn't know the words or 
Like yeah. maybe she just goes with it. You know what I mean? She's like, or maybe it's just like the person isn't that good of a singer, but they, they do they do okay, and the person right. still gets applause. Right. But like, she's not going to bring the house down like this chick did. Right. So, um, and, that's awesome. Uh, so yeah, we're, uh, we're gonna, if you haven't heard it, Joey took the whole MP3 of it, and we're gonna tack it on the end of this episode if that's okay. Yes. So you guys can hear it in a second. Um, so yeah, so I thought it was really, really awesome. You should watch the video too, Mike. It's actually, okay. the video is really good. And, uh, but do you remember when we went to the Hollywood Bowl and we went to go see Rufus Wainwright? Yeah, I love that concert. That was one of the best concerts I've been to. Yeah. Well, first of all, Hollywood Bowl is amazing. Have you seen anything dreadful at the Hollywood Bowl? No, but I've, I always choose very, I only go to see things I really want to see. I feel like, I don't know. The venue is just awesome. And I feel like happy to be there. So that yes. that for starters, it was already good. I love Rufus Wainwright. There you go. And well, then the, it was Rufus, Rufus, Rufus doing Judy, Judy, Judy. So it was like full of gay men, and it was just that really everyone knew the words, and it was just a very happy time. Well, when I talk about it, what I often say, and I think I've been to events like this since, but it was one of the few events that I've been to with so many gay men. You know, the whole place was just, the whole Hollywood Bowl was just packed with gay men. Where it wasn't about sex. That's usually sometimes the yes. problem with like pride or whatever. It's always about somehow it's, it gets very sexualized. Sure. And this wasn't about sex. It was just about it wasn't even about us being gay. I don't even think that came up really. And it was just about just enjoying an awesome, awesome, awesome night. Yeah. Um. At the there Hollywood were Bowl. there were a few people. I mean, there were a few moments in the show where he paused things to talk about gay rights and. He talked about how when Judy Garland originally did the 1961 concert of that he was replicating, that it was probably packed full of gay men as well, but the majority of them didn't feel comfortable, you know, living life oh, openly. Right. He did so make that point. I, I think that was kind of moving just to kind of talk and like acknowledge that. That was, And then that was there was nice. a point too where he, because uh, he literally, if, if you don't know about this, he did a mini tour. In, how long ago? It was before you left, right? Five or six years ago. Yeah, where so he, he did uh, the entire classic album of Judy Garland's famous 1961 concert. Yes, but start to replicate. finish. He did even a lot of the songs were in the original key. Yeah, like he did a lot of just did the same show when Judy Garland stopped to talk and he stopped to talk and there are a few numbers where she was too drunk to remember the words and he did the same like mess up of the words. So he did like the actual album, not the, just. The songs. Well, I, he didn't even do the album because he replicated the tour. So he went to New York, London, then L.A. Right. and talked about how – and then he would go, at this point, she got up and he introduced Debbie Reynolds. Yeah. But then he said in the concert – and so Debbie Reynolds was there and everyone went crazy. But then he talked about how in the real show, Rock Hudson was there. Yeah. And I think that's where he got into the point you were talking about where – you know, Rock. There were all these gay men there, including Rock Hudson, mm-hmm. and she had introduced Rock Hudson that just couldn't. They weren't brave enough to come out. Right. So that was an amazing show. Yeah, it was. And people got to go. My my gay cousin Mark was there last night, but um, I have a so, few friends on Facebook. That's how I knew it was happening. But okay. I haven't been. I haven't really paid attention to any of this viral video stuff. So I have to take a take a look. Yeah, I had like almost a million views. Nice. Yeah. What do you got going on next week? Anything exciting? Um, it's my brother's birthday next week, oh. and I think I'm doing something else too. But I can't remember what it is. When's his birthday? What day? September first. Oh, Rod Kyle's is September second. Oh. Yeah. So he, Rod Kyle's actually in a wedding next weekend, so he's been like focusing on 
all of this wedding bullshit. One of What's his he, is he getting married? What what is he at the yeah. focus on? <laughs> One of his really good friends is getting married, like childhood friends. Mm-hmm. So he's been kind of paying attention to that. So he hasn't even planned like a dinner or anything. I don't know. Is if he the best man? Do. No, he's he's just it's just his best friend from school. So he's been f- helping her do stuff like all the bachelorette stuff and these craft bullshit things that they're doing for the the reception that kind of thing but next sunday is oakland pride um oak the city of oakland has a pride festival it's much smaller than san francisco it's a much different crowd it's kind of an older no not even older like a, a it's not like twinkie young boys so much it's more of like an older professional not like a old man but like an older professional and um, so that should be fun. I'm going to go on Sunday. En Vogue is performing. Do you remember En Vogue? Never going to get it. 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 Going to get it. No, I didn't. I messed it up. Yeah, you're never going to get it. And then also, Joey, I don't know if I told you this. I signed up for a – have you ever heard of like a Warrior Dash or a Tough Mudder or any of those? Things. I've heard of them, but I, all those words sound horrible to me. So basically, you run three miles, but while you're running three miles, you have to stop and like do an obstacle in the mud or jump over a wall or something. So I signed up for one of these in November. Mike, <laughs> so, why do you always do this? And then you're always like, I'm not ready. <laughs> but I've never signed up for something and not gone. <laughs> yeah. No, you haven't. Not in this episode. No. <laughs> Well, like these physical things. I'm not I'm not talking about like plans. But anyway, I am uh, going to start training with that. Well, me and Rock are going to start training. So we ran this morning and I was like, well, first of all, he was like, I want to start running with you. So I'm like, oh, God, I wish I had a fat, lazy boyfriend. Why did I sign up for this? Uh. So we had to run this morning and I was like, exhausted out of breath like my legs are shaking and i was like done and he was like we can go around the block one more time and i was like no i'm done is he like, super into like leia salonga no uh-uh um okay well mike another great episode in the books <laughs> in the books in the books all right I'll, ta- I'll talk to you soon joey Go to hell, Mike. Okay, now I start. (laughs) (laughs) I've heard it said that people come into our lives for a reason, bringing something we must learn, and we are led. Who help us most to grow if we let them And we help them in return Well, I don't know if I believe that's true But I know I'm who I am today Because I knew you Still me Like a common pool of water <laughs> As it passes the sun <laughs>
For listening to another episode of Catching Up. Find a new episode each week at cupodcast.com, in iTunes, or in the Stitcher Smart Radio app. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash cupodcast. Follow us on Twitter at cupodcast. Email us at guys at cupodcast.com. Or call our listener line at 510 239 7798. Um, yeah, I mean, um, uh, um, 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 um